0: Welcome back to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma.
1: I'm Corinne Eckhart.
0: And I'm Molly Lyons.
1: Do we have a friend? (laughs) Not only do we have a friend, but she is
0: right here, right now. She's in this room. (laughs) Not a ghost. It's coming from inside the house. It's inside the conference room. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today we're welcoming who? Christina Wu. Woo! Woo! We echo your name. Woo! We're so glad you're here. (laughs) Christina is a very funny writer and improviser who's joining us today. So thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I love your top. Thanks. It's space. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Why not wear it? (laughs) In this visual medium, everyone needs to know that she has space on her shirt. You know what that would be good for? If for a Halloween costume, would be Miss Frizzle. (gasps) Tis the season. All right, so let's kick it off, let our listeners get to know Christina a little bit better. So we're just going to start off real simple. Sure. Who are you? What do you do? My name is Christina Wu. I'm currently the writer's assistant on The Affair, Mm -hmm. but I'm an aspiring comedy writer for television. I also do improv. Shout Mm -hmm. out to my improv team, Girls in the Pool. Yes, and! Yes, (laughs) (laughs) and! Number two, who is the first woman you remember seeing on TV? So I had to think about this. The first woman that I remember seeing on television were probably Linda and Maria on Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. Grew up in a Sesame Street household. Who didn't? And at a young age, I already was glued to the television. So I think they were the first ladies that I've seen. Who were your favorite of the Muppets? Well, I mean, Elmo is so cute. Snuffleupagus. I mean, all of them. Mm -hmm. I think at the time, because I was sort of a moody and humorless child, I was not (laughs) precocious, I was not outgoing. I don't think I was a lot of fun as a child. (laughs) (laughs) I think I actually really identified with Oscar the (laughs) Crouch. I was just going to say that at the time I found him very scary, but looking back, I'm like, I love him. He's a delightful curmudgeon. (laughs) He just wanted to be alone in his trash can. Yeah. (laughs) A little pet worm. I respect that. I relate most to the Cookie Monster. Me too.
1: (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Give me cookies.
0: All right. So what shows or characters are most in line with your comedic sensibility? Oh man, this is a great question. Obviously 30 Rock. Woo! Classic. Parks Woo. and Rec. Mm. Arrested Development. I love Kimmy Schmidt. I love Bob's Burgers. Yeah. All of the songs are just so good. And Tina's confidence all around, I just really admire. What else? Oh, I really like Last Man on Earth. I think yeah. it's just wacky and weird. Like, I just love when people are just being insane at each other. <laughs> and I think, Will Forte and... <laughs> oh my gosh, what's your name? Kristen Shaw? Yes. They're just so good at just being insane at each other. Mm-hmm. But with heart. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a really unique network show. That's just yeah. going to say. Well, it's Lord and Miller, so it's going to be... has got to be. Wacky. What is your relationship to I Love Lucy? Had you seen anything before this? What were your impressions? I had seen a bunch of episodes before this. When I was a kid during the summer my mom would either she would give us two options she is a podiatrist and she'd be like you can either come to my office and help me file paperwork or you can go to your grandmother's house and go to the pool and watch television and I was like grandma's house so I would spend hours and hours at my grandma's house watching just reruns of all old television I Love Lucy included and the thing that I never realized until watching this particular episode and listening to your podcast is that because all the episodes that I had seen were out of order completely out of context Because they are sort of standalone. I never realized that Fred and Ethel are their landlords. Because I was always like, why are this cool young couple hanging out with these old people? (laughs) I was just, Ricky is so cool and handsome, and he's hanging out with a guy who, as far as I'm concerned, Dresses like the boy version of sister wife. Like he's a brother husband and where he has such good hair. And I was just like so confused until I started listening to this podcast. Oh, they're their landlords. Which actually, I don't know. I have a lot of questions Does that about that. Questions or it raises more. It raises friendship. more. Exactly. How much time do you spend with your landlord? Zero. <laughs> okay. Unless I'm complaining about something. Right. So that was actually fun to realize, but I had seen it before. And hearing the. Theme song again. It's like I hadn't heard that theme song in 20 years. It's crazy. I feel like we all have sense memory of when you hear it, it's just like, oh, I feel like being a child. Yeah. 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 So, Fred, Lucy, Ethel, or Ricky, who are you? Definitely Lucy. Yay. She's stubborn. She needs to be heard, makes herself heard. Mm-hmm. She's a leader. She does not take things lying down. Very much like me, I think. That's a Christina Wu. Yeah. <laughs> that's quality. a, yeah, exactly would you say you get yourself into hijinks as well I would not say that I get myself into hijinks though because I like to plan ahead mm-hmm. very strategic so maybe oh, okay. not dissimilar from Lucy in that way but I like her spirit you totally elements of Ethel it Yes, like because I'm a little like a little bit more pragmatist mm-hmm. with the hijinks mm-hmm. I have the fire of a Lucy <laughs> and maybe the ice of an Ethel <laughs> you're you're a Lucy's son with an Ethel rising <laughs> thank, thank you yes yeah. exactly I got you <laughs> I think a lot of these ways, Lucy's the showrunner and Ethel's the line producer. Uh, <laughs> we're like, She's like, wouldn't it be great if we did this? And I'm like, all right, well, we got to figure out how we're going to do
1: this. Now. Like, <laughs> how do you pay to like for it? You've got, yeah. got
0: one hour. <laughs> What's the budget on this hijink? Like, all right. So how would you say women are being depicted on screen today? And in what ways is it different from what you saw on I Love Lucy? Well... I mean, it's great now that we're seeing women in all different capacities with all different goals, not just being relegated to the kitchen as the wife, as the arm candy to men is very important. And that's the biggest difference between how women are being portrayed now as opposed to men. But I was thinking about it and I thought actually there were hints in this episode where I felt like the women were like, We are ahead of society. We're waiting for society to catch up with us. Mm -hmm. And with that in mind, we will do everything we can like within the rules to break out of them. And I still think that women are dealing with that similar dynamic. Yeah. You look at a lot of the sitcoms that are on now and it's still, oh, my nagging husband, oh, my annoying wife. And it's just like, have we come far? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that dynamic has always existed,
1: but has it been exacerbated by television? Right. Definitely. Mm. It's like Lucy keeps hitting the same barriers. Right. You know, she's constantly fighting against the same problem. Just and, not being listened to. Yeah, and it just it really doesn't move, even though she keeps finding new and creative ways to right. challenge it. I mean, maybe it inches forward, but there's not a lot of movement. At
0: what point will we become depressed that she's not achieving what she wants to achieve? <laughs> I don't
1: know. I guess on that day we start the podcast.
0: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think eventually she's got to end up in the show at a show.
0: I think so, too. Is that how a series ends? She just leaves him to get on the road with the vaudeville?
1: In real life. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
0: true. <laughs> Spoiler.
1: I would watch that reality show. Right? <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: So what do you wish you saw more of in terms of women on television or less of? Hmm. I wish I saw more female characters be as unlikable as their male counterparts. There's so many male anti-hero characters that people still love anyway and idolize and I feel like with women there needs to be a ton of backstory to even believe it I wish people would just take it out of space this woman is complicated she has goals she has feelings and this is how she's living her life and maybe you like it maybe you don't but this is who this person is I don't know I feel like women have to do a lot of explaining or female characters have to do a lot of explaining what I wish I saw less of was this sort of tired dynamic of, my nagging wife, my no-good husband. I don't think it helps anything. No. And it's not funny. It's not new. Not new at all. Guess what? Everyone's going to annoy each
1: other all the time. It's
0: (laughs) an equal opportunity annoyance, Mm -hmm. right?
1: It's lazy joke writing. Right? Yes.
0: It's true. It is lazy. One is not like, all comedy comes from an element of surprise. You laugh because it's something you aren't expecting. Exactly. So at this point, it's like, are we even laughing at that that much? Probably not. No. I I wouldn't think. I'm not. All right. And then our final question is, what is your modern pitch for an I Love Lucy reboot? Ooh. So, thinking back on my revelation of realizing that (laughs) Lucy and Ricky are basically stuck with Ethel and Fred. (laughs) I mean, they seem to like them, but like, let's get real. If you have forged such a codependent relationship with your landlords, I mean, there's going to be no easy way out of that. So, my sort of wacky pitch, because I also love time travel, is if a modern day couple had to time travel back in time to when their parents were their age, so let's say they're 32 now, they time travel back in time to when their parents were 32, obviously they can't let them know who they are, but because of the laws of time travel and having to fix whatever problem they have to fix, they're always with them, and having to deal with meeting their parents at a time when they didn't know them, but also having to endure always being around them, knowing that that's who they are. You know what I mean? You're stuck with them from the beginning. They're stuck with them in the end. You want them to go back back in in time time. to meet Fred and Ethel when they were young? Yes. Oh! Yes. I'm in. And still be stuck with them in a way that is codependent. Interesting, mm, yeah. And they can learn and understand why Fred and Ethel are the way they are to each other. But maybe we can see Fred and Ethel liking each other too. I would love that would to be see interesting. That. like, what if they were like always just sneaking off to have sex? Oh my god, that would be so weird and uncomfortable to know. But it'd be yeah. kind of fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> but then also kind of sad because they're so. How the money? I don't know. Money. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you make a good point about the real estate aspect of it. Because I just <laughs> want to see an episode of Love It or List It where. Like, <laughs> Ricky and Lucy want to leave, and then doing everything possible to, <laughs> to try and make, to make, them, make stay. them love it and not uh, it. <laughs> That's what I would like. A little HGTV mashup. I would watch that. But yeah, I think you're right. The dynamic with Fred and Ethel is really where the money is. That's yeah. I want to see them be a little bit happy,
1: for a time, <laughs> at least. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Both of them happy at the same time together. Not Madness. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was the proposal like, you know?
0: Hey, Ethel, you want to you wanna marry me this weekend, or...? That's how I imagine it went. I guess we're just gonna do this, right? right? <laughs> Emil <Ethel laughs> chokes on the ring as she's eating and she takes like, <laughs> a spoonful of creme brulee. And something. he's like, You cow, don't swallow the ring. <laughs>
1: yeah. We don't see either courtship. Lucy and Ricky even have been married for 11 years right. when the show starts. So that's a long time you're deep in the relationship.
0: Well, they keep doing all these flashback episodes. Right? Why can't they do a flashback episode where we actually flashback to like, a time that was not within the last year? Yeah. Oh my god, and what if Fred was wearing really slick clothes? What if he was a totally different man in his oh, youth? We can only okay, I have a picture in <laughs> I Love Lucy reboot. Everything's the same, but Fred is a different person. But Fred is <laughs> <laughs> but Fred,
1: is as
0: Fred is played by Fred McMurray Yeah.
1: So what Ethel deserves
0: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. an Ethel fantasy series the whole, three, the whole series is a dream sequence <laughs> and, and she's in it's charge of the hijinks, hijinks And Lucy yeah. is following along And it's just trying to get Fred to come back upstairs <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs, across the hall—I don't know. It's I'm all the, the layout of the building. <laughs> Let's
1: Showing. get into the episode. We're TV fans. We're going to be talking about Ricky and Fred are TV fans, which aired June twenty second, nineteen fifty three.
0: The girls get fed up with the boys watching the fights on television. They try to do something to distract them and end up getting arrested. Happens every time. Every Wild. time. They did an interesting thing to timestamp the episode. Mm-hmm. In the very beginning, when Ricky is reading the TV guide, it has a picture of the queen on it. Yeah. Because in that same month, she had her coronation. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Things Great. were happening in the world. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What do you think Lucy's police record looks like? It's a long rap sheet. She
0: keeps going to jail. They all keep going to jail. She might have a whole file cabinet to herself. I think the charges get dropped every time. <laughs> but wouldn't they recognize her down at the station? I feel like that would be a fun bit. Every time she gets in trouble and men aren't listening to her. Ugh, oh, that Lucy. Just that let her go. Again. Yeah, so you yeah. Mrs. Ricardo, what are we going to do with you? Honestly, they should. She's one of the most beautiful wives of show people and it's she back. should be treated yeah. as such. She should have a Jail punch card.
1: Right?
0: (laughs) 10 and then you get a free coffee. Honestly,
1: if they knew her, that would have cleared up a lot of the confusion that comes down the line.
0: Yeah. She's a famous person who's not famous enough to be recognized. That's the level of fame I would like to achieve. I mean,
1: you're as famous as you are in your own head, I think. (laughs) It's true for everyone. So we're opening the episode, and Ricky's getting ready to host Fred. For the boxing match. Mm, guys,
0: right? and They got anyway. snacks. They got drinks. They got a they bowl got their, of ice. Ca- I know. I noted that. The casual
1: bowl of ice and the one bottle of ginger ale, <laughs> even though they bring over the whole six pack.
0: It was a very strange proportion.
1: Not beer. I just want to point that out. Right. I thought
0: it was beer, too, yeah. it wasn't. I'm yeah. oh, not- sorry. How much ginger ale can you drink in one sitting? I have one on an airplane, and I'm good till the next time I fly, which isn't... <laughs> Maybe later that weekend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This match that they're watching.
0: The sports. Boxing. Yeah. Boxing. So exciting. (laughs) I just watched my first one. The Floyd Mayweather-Conor McGregor match.
1: So this match is pitting the kid against Murphy. And Ricky and Fred are going to bet on it. So...
0: Bet on it, bet on it. Which, that's another thing. I don't know if I would want to enter into a wager with my landlord. Again, (laughs) I realize that they're friends... I just think it's weird.
1: Fred picks Murphy. There was a real boxer named Bob Murphy who was Irish, like Fred is. And the kid, there was a real boxer named Kid Gavilan from Cuba, and Ricky bets on the kid. So it's this weird kind of ethnic allegiance.
0: They're nodding at the fact that this is how people felt in real life, if we're going to root for ours, Uh, we're going to root for theirs. Yeah. Um, Go so far to acknowledge it, but not actually be controversial about it. Right. Right. It's also like the Olympics. root for the Americans.
1: Right. And sports, because, you generally root for the team... Where
0: you're from. Where yeah. you're from. Yeah. Yeah. It's about identity politics.
1: Okay, so they're betting on the game. Meanwhile, Lucy and Ethel are in the kitchen. And- like they should be. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: in their place.
1: Women in their place. Oh no. Some men's rights activists <laughs> yeah, have stormed like, the studio. We like, like this. Our Five bodies stars. have taken over. <laughs> yeah, they're in the kitchen feeling a little they're bored. overlooked.
0: And they're not helping them in the kitchen. Of course the men aren't helping them. The they're ice. just taking all the ice and running into the other Using more dishes, <laughs> Not helpful. I was also confused about the bowl of ice, because if they're splitting one bottle of ginger ale, do they need all that ice? I don't know. Whatever.
1: You know, Unless they're just in, like, business. Ice, like, drink
0: this ice. in. Just, like, do stuff. You know, I just want to, like, really lean into the stereotype that men don't know how to party plan. And this is <laughs> perfect example of that. We're just sitting down, and now I've got to run out and buy ginger ale. You guys. He didn't plan. No, but maybe they did that to set up a joke. Maybe that they did. Ethel and Lucy are gonna do. That is a pretty good joke, though. Yeah. Fred has taught himself to do anything in under a minute.
1: Oh, they only allow him one minute between rounds. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's got himself trained so he can do anything in less than a minute. <laughs>
0: I was surprised. Saucy. I was like, they're talking about S-E-X. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Well, and I just like how she lays it out there, and then they let it lie. Yeah. <laughs> and the laughter just starts well, building. But then Lucy says, I get it, or she agrees with her, and then it's silent. And then they just <laughs> move on. And I was like, that joke was, I guess, too real for a lot Bro. of people in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Uncomfortable giggles. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or nobody wants to think of Ricky that way. And they're so.
0: just picturing it. Aww kind of read it as i would believe that about fred yes
1: (laughs) so lucy and ethel are upset because the way they describe their evening if they just play along is that they'll watch the guys watch the game the fight yeah Yeah, the the fight isn't that the same thing
0: (laughs) the game life is a game (laughs) we're not playing around this is a match
1: which sucks i really get a sense of they're not interested
0: you know what it reminds me of in high school and maybe college, you would be hanging out with your guy friends yeah, like the guy you were dating, and they would play video, video games, games and then you, then you would watch, watch them. Not much has changed, I guess. Uh, the truth is universal. It just is what it is. But yeah, so they're watching these fights, getting very into it, and they're putting some money on it. And what do the girls decide to do?
1: They decide enough is enough. They're gonna go in there and they're gonna stand in front of the TV and they're gonna block them from seeing it and force the guys to, to pay, pay attention, attention to,
0: to them. them. Which is what my mother does, just again. Times haven't changed.
1: Ma, <laughs> she stands in front of it.
0: If she needs to get our attention, and she knows that we're not paying attention because of the television, she'll stand in front of it and just talk at us until we're beaten into submission. We're like, fine. I love to you. that. Perfect.
1: So unfortunately, the minute they stand in front of the TV, of course, commercial. It's a commercial, or is it a commercial? Break. Or a yeah, break. break. Yeah. Must have
0: been a quick round. <laughs> yeah,
1: and Fred and Ricky just immediately start ragging on each other and only paying attention to each other.
0: Bros being bros, am I right? I'm sorry, oh how God. fun could that possibly be? Especially with no alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I just... And especially with Fred. <laughs> he has no good burns, come on. <laughs> I guess the bar for fun in 1950 was... A lot lower. Like what they can show on television. Yeah. They could have been at a nightclub. They could have been doing many things that were not that. Okay, I'm pitching an episode where Ricky and Fred go to an underground fight club. <laughs> oh my god. That would be a great episode. And They're then
1: like, Ricky gets dragged in into the fight. Or from the What if Fred, Fred <laughs> is good? What
0: if Fred is good? Fred's the one who started it. I think he started that ring. He probably does. It's on the basement of the, uh, the apartment. Yeah, it's in the basement of the building. And he's like, first of all, you never talk about it. And then at least I can roll of my pants Fred's Fight Club <laughs> He's just wearing suspenders And no shirts Just suspenders Over <laughs> high-waisted pants <laughs> <hat. laughs> Hey Hey Yeah he's like
1: rah, rah. So the fight comes back From a break And the bell rings Or the whistle blows Or whatever <laughs> Saved by her. the bell. <laughs> and Ricky and Fred immediately scream at the women and startle them back into the kitchen, which is a real step backwards uh, for us. Yeah.
0: Retreat, retreat. No. It's an uncomfortable moment
1: space. because they seem genuinely terrified.
0: Wait, do they make a joke about... We're going to talk to them, but from a safe distance. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, let's make some more jokes about domestic violence. That goes over really well. Punches won't audience. just be
1: thrown on television, I guess.
0: God. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Yeah. This is a recurring theme. So they just decide to leave. They're going to have a night on their own.
0: Make them rue the day they didn't pay attention to us.
1: I just want to ask about little Ricky.
0: (laughs) Ricky's at the fight. (laughs) Little Ricky is is the the kid fighting in the match. And that is why Ricky. That's why
1: Ricky bet on him, you know? (laughs) It's like, that's my kid. Right.
0: (laughs) The kid. He's the only kid.
1: I think Lucy's planning on asking Miss Trumbull to check in on little Ricky, but Fred and. Ricky are screaming at the television, the noise from the match is so loud. How is this kid not, like... he has got
0: earplugs? You know what? I think he was like, Mom, I want to take some NyQuil. I'm not feeling great. I just really want to sleep soundly tonight. So I think he's on some sort of sedative just because he's been fighting something all week. And also he has a white noise machine. Or well, do you think he <laughs> took, like, baby Xanax? I think he's always on baby Xanax, but just because it's a very like, high-energy household and he needs to be <laughs> yes. the anchor. So I think that's definitely, pharmaceutically, that's what's happening. Well, I think they also, isn't the apartment that they're in now, it's a new apartment? Perhaps he's like, in a different wing. You May- can find little Ricky in the West Wing. Maybe. <laughs> They don't ever know. go
1: there. <laughs> Maybe they soundproofed that nursery.
0: It's also a recording studio. So he's playing the baby bongos. And he's <laughs> you can't hear life. it. He's living his life. And then they're living theirs. And they're just an independent sort of household. Never no right. really respect that about them. Independent right. play. Right. Parallel play.
1: They're like two ships passing in the, <laughs> night
0: in the apartment.
1: So they grab their coats. And the plan is they're going to go down to the diner. They're going to call the house. They're going to ask. For Lucy. Mm -hmm. Ricky's going to then notice she's gone, and they're going to get all worried and concerned. That'll
0: show them. You know,
1: it's the plot of Search (laughs) Party.
0: That's not untrue.
1: (laughs) Search Party on TBS inspired by this episode. This episode is brought to you by... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you also want to be considered missing?
0: <laughs> Honestly, uh, I want to see a reboot where John Early plays Fred Murds. Oh.
1: oh. Honestly, John Early playing Lucio Ball. Yes. I'm
0: just, I'm here for that. John, <laughs> say please.
1: That would be amazing. Yeah, so we go down to the diner and there are two men there. Larry Dobkin is the guy behind the counter. And Alan Jenkins is Officer Jenkins, who is the policemen, and they're both watching the fights.
0: Well, because what else is there to watch? Right. And they're men, and they're going to do what men do. Right?
1: Well, what I like about this is, as you were talking about the Mayweather... I don't know. Mayweather McGregor. Mayweather-McGregor fight that just happened recently, there are still these television events where it feels like the entire world stops and watches it. Yeah, it feels like that on the Super Bowl or the right. Olympics or something. Yes. I mean, also, I was... Reading something recently
0: about how the sense of appointment television, it's very rare now to have something that's being televised that everyone's watching and water cooler TV. And this article, this think piece was basically saying that due to the development of television and the oversaturation, like Game of Thrones is sort of the last bastion of that. The mm. way that on Sunday night everyone's tuning into HBO. Well, I feel like also people do that because they don't want it spoiled for them. That's true. The internet! The internet! And sports are a different thing. Where live TV, network TV, is always going to be useful for sports because people want to find out in real time who won. I guess some things spring eternal. ESPN, we're available. The point of this, we should be commentators for sporting events. We would give great color commentary. (laughs) And the whistle
1: blows. (laughs)
0: The costumes of the purple team look better constructed. (laughs) Men are yelling. That is (laughs) men are continuing to yell and also sweat. (laughs) Yeah, are they friends? (laughs) That hair is crazy.
1: So Lucy's got some change, but Ethel's got nothing. She, she left
0: the house with
1: nothing. With nothing. I was <laughs> like, another metaphor, metaphor for Ethel's <laughs>
0: just general life. Like, like a bold move. <laughs> I feel naked if I leave the house without, like, Key's phone wallet.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Ethel <laughs> took a risk.
0: <laughs> She's living life on the edge. And I respect it, but also, girl. Maybe that's how it.
1: she gets her kicks, you know? I believe it. So Lucy's got enough change for a phone call, and she calls Ricky, and he answers, and she asks for herself, and Ricky just calls for Lucy and puts the phone down and goes back to watching the game and literally does not think about it again.
0: His eyes eyes don't even leave the screen. He's the worst assistant ever. (laughs) (laughs) He did not confirm that his boss, Lucy, picked up the phone. Correct. He needs to work on his phone skills. Good thing he's a good band leader, right? (laughs) Only skill he has.
1: I mean, props to Lucy. She figures out what happened and is like, We did not think this through. <laughs> <laughs> <There's> no <laughs> not a There's grand a lot of plan. Start and end. <laughs> yeah. So all she's got now is cash and she needs to make change to make another phone call.
0: How much does a phone call cost again?
1: It's a dime. Thank you. And she tries to get the man behind the counter's attention, but of course, like Ricky, his eyes are glued to the screen and he's not hearing her. So she just decides to do it herself, go behind the counter. Have you ever done that? I I feel like I've done that at a bar where like you're gonna ignore me I'm just gonna get this drink for myself a beer I'm not gonna like mix myself a martini you should (laughs) (laughs) like if you didn't hand me a straw or a plastic fork and I can see them and they're right there Mm
0: -hmm. or like I didn't get a drink with olives and I want olives I'm just gonna take (laughs) each into that bin actually one time I asked a guy at the bar I was like can I have an olive he's like yeah, he's like, thank you for asking. Most people just grab that. I was like, oh, good to know.
1: <laughs> so Lucy goes behind the counter. She's trying to make change for herself. And in the laziest citizen's arrest ever, <laughs> Larry Dobkin just reaches behind him, grabs her wrist, and suddenly he's caught a thief.
0: That he, he thinks is one half of a famous thieving yeah I don't know what are you band of
1: thieves a duo of thieves they're the neighborhoods Bonnie and Clyde Yeah, which ones Beyonce and Jay-Z I'm kidding oh three
0: Bonnie Uh, and Clyde that's definitely what's happening they're
1: sticky fingers Sal and pickpocket Pearl It
0: would have been cool if they set that up in the beginning. Just so we like, if if there had been an ad between where it was like, oh, or like this just in, or like when he was reading the like newspaper at the beginning, where he's like, oh, you know, these two gals, babes, babes, burgling the upper east side, two dames, dangerous dames, yeah, for
1: days. They already had the TV right there. There could have been a shot, you know, while they're standing in front of it. Just like a warning. Just these made up pictures where they look like Lucy and Ethel. Or they're just Lucy and Ethel in wigs. Yeah. Just (laughs) as these characters. We might be
0: getting ahead of ourselves. But there is also a moment, though, at the end where they're like, oh, wait, these people are already in jail. So they wouldn't be on the news? They're not. Oh, you're right. Honestly, it's just police ineptitude. I mean, this is talking about a real issue about criminal justice reform in our country. It's I'm paperwork. Really it's very relevant, very topical. Yeah. So I just think we need to be talking about this.
1: <laughs> the cop's about to arrest them, and Lucy says, Look, a knockout. And then the two of them run off <laughs> and they escape the cop. Yeah,
0: that's right. That was pretty genius. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that. Running from the law. I mean, people they didn't innocent. do anything wrong. But it makes it seem like they're guilty. Mm-hmm. Also, it is kind of illegal to go into a cash register that it's not yours. Is it? Is I, it? I kind of think it's Breaking just it in it. To make
1: change, though?
0: It doesn't matter your intention. You can't break and enter. It's I like, think oh, you're right, but I think, again, we're going to use men's stupidity to our benefit. Right. You know? Because we're innocent. Yeah. And because we're smarter than them. Yeah. We didn't do
1: anything.
0: <laughs> We, we certainly didn't because we weren't
1: there. We didn't do anything. This is, is Allie's testimony on the stand. We didn't do anything. They make it back to the building and they're hiding, but they're still frustrated by the same problem, which is that Ricky and Fred are still not paying attention they to not them.
0: notice that they had even left.
1: No. So Lucy's new plan is to take a large pair of scissors and to go up to the roof And to cut the cable line.
0: Which I saw as a metaphor for castration. I don't know. That's just me. She's got a violent, destructive streak a mile wide, and I respect it. Do you ever sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but for me, sometimes I'll be in a situation where I'll be like walking by a set of dishes or something that could be broken. (laughs) And there's a part of me that just wants to wipe them all off the table and shatter everything.
1: The smashing trope, I think, happens a lot. There's mm-hmm. definitely a scene in How I Met Your Mother where they're smashing through walls. I feel like I've seen that before, where people are smashing hammers through walls.
0: Is there a movie where, like...
1: Demolition. Women oh. plates.
0: Is there a thing in my book, Greek wedding or something? Where they break plates? Were we have <laughs> At that a Greek wedding, we don't you... don't know where they come from.
1: At a Greek wedding, it's good luck. It's yeah. like It's but like bad. celebration. Yeah. <laughs> so they go up to the roof... And here's where Ethel's practicality starts to be called into question, because she's the landlord of this building, right?
0: She's the beta in this relationship, so mm-hmm. she's just going to go along with whatever Lucy does. She gets swept up. Also, <laughs> caught in the moment. I'm, she has some concerns. I'm no electrician. Let's be real. But there were uh, just a concerning number of wires hanging around on their rooftop. That spoke pretty true to me. I don't know going up to a New York rooftop. There's just wires everywhere. haven't spent there enough time weight. on New York rooftops, apparently. It just felt very dangerous and unsafe. And the fact that it's like, we'll just cut them all. You don't know what you're doing. Like a doctor looking inside your body like, <laughs> oh, this will fix the problem. Or like, oh, disarm this bomb. I'll just pull everything. No, you're not. It's not silly. I'm aware in movies, that's how it happens. <laughs> true. So you and you were a scientist.
1: So I am a scientist and
0: doctor, so... No. She's a doctor and an electrician and a scientist. I am none of those things, just to be clear.
1: Have we seen this trope before?
0: The Roof? I've been watching The Office for the first time. For the first time? For the first What's th- that? What? It is nine seasons. I am <laughs> just starting season eight and I'm getting weary. However, <laughs> there's an episode of The Office where Gabe who comes in from Sabre, the corporate office, is having a Glee viewing party for everyone <laughs> at the office. And Michael over here. <laughs> Michael's mad because he overhears some people in the office being like, well, we got to go to Gabe's party. You know, we got to go to the boss's party. And he's like, well, I'm the boss. And then he goes to the party with already a bad taste in his mouth and then no one's paying attention to him because they're trying to watch the TV. So he goes around and he, behind his townhouse, and cuts the wires from the TV. So no one could find out what happened on Glee. We <laughs>
1: see you, Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs>
0: is that his name? Yeah. yeah. Is he a modern Lucy? Definitely. Yes. yes. He is such a modern Lucy. he can't get no respect. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So many ideas. <sighs> And in a way, Erin, who played by Ellie Kemper, she kind of is the Ethel to him when she joins later on in the series because she gets she, very swept up. She gets swept up in the hijinks and always is having to do preparations and stuff. So, what is it about funny redheaded women? I don't know. Mm. But in this case, she's the Ethel.
1: Yeah, Lucy is confident in her wire choices. <laughs> And Um, Ethel, not so much. They're surprised upon by Officer Jenkins, who has his weapon drawn for some reason.
0: unreasonable. Unreasonable. Coming in hot! packing
1: heat. I guess a scissor is a weapon, so they're armed?
0: Her scissors look like the kind you use to open up a bank in a small town. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like the mirrors are Cutting a ribbon. Yeah. You could perhaps... um, Ceremonial scissors. (laughs) Those are also used for, you know, when someone presents you with a large check and you cash it and then you have to, you know, get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the only way you can do that is if you chop. Up sure. with the large ceremonial scissors. I mean, there's a whole warehouse of just oversized office supplies yeah. right. that you have to go to when you're dealing with those publishers' yeah. clearinghouse checks. Right. Yeah. In the back. You should see my thimble. <laughs> I go swimming in it.
1: <laughs> so Officer Jenkins has convinced himself that pickpocket Pearl and Sticky Fingers Sal are trying to cut the power to the building next door so that they can right. go around and rob everyone. I didn't know you could only conduct robberies in the dark.
0: I guess it's safer. But I mean, it's ha- easier if you're doing the robbing. Mm. I mean, that's my aesthetic, but it's not for everyone. I not- like black light. <laughs> ew. Then you're like, ew, I'm not stealing this. This has gross things over. Yeah.
1: But where are the headlamps? You know what I mean? These are important questions. Yeah. the capes? Lucy, despite having a gun trained on her, has decided to do the deed anyway. Oh, a cucumber. Cuts the wire that she wanted to cut. Ethel's hands are in the air. <laughs>
0: Imagine having no fear. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, of course, predictably, the power goes out in the next building. Officer Jenkins is convinced he's got his ladies, and he tosses them handcuffs.
0: Is there something illegal about cutting the power to your neighbor's building?
1: Destruction of property? Yeah, because, like, maybe she
0: should be arrested at this moment. Maybe she could learn something.
1: I mean, it was an honest mistake.
0: (laughs) Has it happened to you, Corinne? No.
1: (laughs) That I've cut a wire that wasn't the wire that I expected to cut.
0: How often do you cut wires, Corinne?
1: You know, I mean... The
0: movie Hurt Locker is based on Corinne's life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The LA bomb squad needs an assist sometimes.
0: (laughs) She freelances. Squad. that's
1: so interesting the only <laughs> part that trips me up is if it goes off that my body would be in a million little pieces <laughs> that's
0: your only issue <laughs> with working with bombs but no, you either. can hang out with dogs all day
1: oh i love dogs <laughs> okay i'm back in uh, game on <laughs> so they're being taken down to the station somehow though and this was really insane somehow lucy gets free enough to run into the front door and say, help, help, we're being arrested, before she gets dragged back out by Officer Jenkins, which is crazy.
0: He probably just did not want to put his hands on the ladies.
1: How did she get away? So they go down to the station where they meet Officer Nelson. Did you guys recognize him? No. We've
0: seen him in a couple things, haven't
1: we? He's Freddie Fillmore. Females
0: are fabulous. Females (laughs) are fabulous. And also... He was in another episode where he played a waiter with coke bottle glasses. <laughs> True. Lucy drove to quitting his job because she was so difficult.
1: <laughs> Lucy Lisa. can't make or, decisions. Or yes, knows what
0: she wants. She doesn't know what she wants. Oh, she doesn't she keeps know what's happening. She keeps changing her mind. Well, it's her prerogative. You know those women? They're so indecisive. <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes she wants to order this, and sometimes she'll order that, and sometimes she changes her mind.
1: So he's like, "Good job, Officer Jenkins. You've caught these guys. They've." terrorize the neighborhood for weeks and
0: facts straight officer nelson are they all suffering from amnesia where they missed the entire period of time where they've already arrested and put these people in jail well they they were all blacked out i mean this is the thing that always makes my skin crawl is that i know that especially in comedies the conflict and the tension that comes from misunderstanding or not Mm -hmm. hearing that's where it's mined but the peer mediator in me feels so uncomfortable and hates it I feel like it's very triggering when it's just men not listening to women you're like can we just take a beat want listen yeah. can we really listen yeah. for a second
1: yeah Yeah. preconceived notions that they're all going in with
0: women aren't who they say they are it keeps reminding me of who's seen Office Space oh yeah. there's a lot of jump I... to conclusion matting happening yeah. here, where it's like that's a woman I'm a cop there's a woman I want to arrest and that's probably the woman I want to arrest but let's go
1: So the problem they're having is Lucy can't get a hold of Ricky because the phone's still off the hook.
0: She's lying in that bed she made. (laughs) Oops. So they're at the station. The other officer, they keep saying, oh, no, I'm a famous person's wife. Lest we forget, I am famous. Go to my house and you will see that my husband is famous.
1: And the officer is like, oh, Ricky Ricardo, I've seen him sing Babalu because everybody has. Who hasn't? Right. Now I'll tell you who I am. Have you ever heard of Ricky Ricardo? I'm sorry I didn't recognize you, Mr. Ricardo.
0: (laughs) I've heard you sing Babalu many times. Do you think it's the Hamilton of the 1950s where they had an app to sell (laughs) last-minute tickets to go see Ricky Ricardo? and The lottery At at the Tropicana is very competitive. Well, it also probably was one of those things. Tropicana was cool and hip, and it's one of those places where square people go to feel cool and hip. It's like the tourist trap. It's like a Times Square nightclub. I don't want to denigrate Ricky. I feel like he's a cool guy. Right. But again, if he's famous and famous enough where he's recognizable, wouldn't they have recognized her to begin with? Hard to say. But is she a stand of the press? I mean, I think she, since the baby, has been trying to keep a low profile. Getting that post baby body back. Yeah. And then she'll reveal it on the cover of People. I lost fifteen pounds by running away from the law. <laughs> I mean, she's on the cover of McCall's. What yeah. <laughs> <One of the laughs> <Hobbers Digest>. are the <laughs> are? Yeah.
1: Life TV Guide. Lucy is talking about how her hair is naturally red. <laughs> you, uh, you used to uh, be a brunette, didn't you? Dyed your hair. A lot, you know. My hair is naturally red. Yeah. Isn't it, Ethel? Uh, look, Lucy, let's not add perjury to our other chart. Girl. <laughs>
0: Girl. Oh, you shady. <laughs> you know what?
1: Your friend's got to keep you real. And yeah, I it's true. That. So Officer Jenkins is going to go finish watching the game and he's going to stop the by. Match. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a game. <laughs> okay. Officer Jenkins is going to go finish watching the sporting event (laughs) and he's gonna go to the ricardo's house to do it obviously the woman he just arrested while they're away lucy tries to convince officer nelson that she is who she says that she is Uh, i'd like you to meet my friend ethel mertz how do you do yeah how do you do and i'd like for you to meet my friend lucy ricardo how do you do now how do you now wait a minute that
0: doesn't
1: prove anything well it proves who we are now who are you who am i Don't you know? I'm Sergeant Nelson. How do we know that? Because I say so. Well, that isn't enough. Do you have any identification? My word is my identification. Well, then that's good enough for all three of us. So it's settled. I'm Lucy Ricardo. This is Ethel Mertz and you're Sergeant Nelson. How do you do? How do you? Now cut that off! I think the line of logic works. Me too. He's using it
0: against him.
1: Can we see a badge? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. a cop? I don't have know. The police says you don't have a badge.
1: <laughs> yeah, where is it? Hey, hey. You know how
0: Lucy could have identified herself? is just be like, look me up in your files and I'll tell you everything I've done. Crash. <laughs> <laughs> Last year I
1: was arrested for shooting my front door. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. She did do that. What a gal. <laughs> she seems fun. She keeps things exciting and I respect it. I, I get know, why Ethel's was swept up all
1: the time. So Officer Jenkins gets to the Ricardo's house. He enters. He knocks on the door and Ricky opens it, but never bothers to see who it is. No one really takes notice. He hangs up the phone. He's watching the fight. He
0: calls him.
1: He asks if Ricky Ricardo's the one watching the fight. And Officer Jenkins peers and is like, oh, yeah, that's Ricky Ricardo, of course. And he's like, oh, no, I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) And then he finds this arrest record. For Sticky Finger Sal and Pickpocket Pearl, it turns out they're already in jail. Obviously arrested in a different district with a different beat, and clearly <laughs> the <laughs> cops don't gossip about
0: the babes that they yeah like, they don't stay abreast of the local news. They're not interested. They're not on the in the Crime.
1: I mean, this was they're a t- not keeping
0: up with the trades. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was a time before computers, and maybe mm. did they have to typewrite all the things? Mm-hmm. The newsies, but then yelling it on the corner hadn't gotten to that mm-hmm. particular law and like distributing all the materials to all the stations it might have taken 4 to 6 maybe even 6 to 8 or 8 to 10 weeks
1: can i just ask though oh. with names like <laughs> sticky finger sal and pickpocket pearl what did you expect them to do
0: <laughs> their parents are the ones to blame, <laughs> you know? I think in naming your children, it's a huge responsibility. If you name your daughter Crystal Chandelier, what she, do you think she's gonna be? Yeah, exactly.
1: It's good. a self fulfilling prophecy.
0: She's right. gonna work at a lighting store.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the ladies get home and. Ricky and Fred have just completed watching the fights and they're like thank you so much wives of ours for not bothering us during this very (laughs) special time.
0: Honestly I would have asked for something if I were one of the wives Mm. of show
1: people or Mm. Fred.
0: (laughs) Yeah, why don't you take me out for a steak dinner? Right? A movie? Oh, okay. Do something nice for me for a movie. A movie where it's like a television, but the screen is bigger and there's only, one, only one channel? channel. <laughs> They're so fun. Take <laughs> me to go see a moving picture, darling. Yeah, so
1: what did we think? It was silly.
0: It was really fun. I think I have to say, I love any episode where they get out of the house or get out of the apartment. Yes. Agreed. We've been seeing more of yeah. that recently. I think maybe CBS was giving them a, more of a production budget, but I love <laughs> you get seeing an them. extra set. Right? right? They had two: they had the police and then the, the little the, rooms, the roof, the roof, and the farm or, or whatever. Corner store. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the long. roof's a redo. That's true. They've done that. It
1: before. did look more elaborate, though, than last time mm.
0: we saw the roof. It felt expansive. Mm. I was drawn in. I love it. It's captivating to me. Because usually it gets a little tired to see the same dynamics of Ricky and Lucy or Fred and Ethel or whatever. So to go out and see her running into the same issues with other people out in the world makes a little bit of a different flavor.
1: And I appreciate that. Definitely. I think it was great. It's weird now to see this kind of cop law police drama happening in a sitcom where the stakes are so low. You know they're not going to get... Yeah. arrested and thrown in jail you know it's not the night of you know
0: and we've Wait, seen it's not <laughs> the night of's not based on i love lucy
1: we've seen so many of these very serious i feel like there's a lot of true crime stuff now yeah. where it's just who drew like, the dicks yeah
0: the, <laughs> and Vandal. And oh, that was so good
1: that one's fictional it
0: is no, that's yes. false. I had no idea. <laughs>
1: Lucy's also completely unconcerned with her consequences.
0: It's not like she's trying to go get a job or anything. Yeah. There's nothing that she... She's she has not, no credit score to mess up. No, no, no. She can't even get a credit card. She's not going to get a job. No one's going to look at her records. Like, she might as well be wild and rambunctious and running from the law.
1: You know, she only really spent 20 cents in this episode, which is pretty cheap for her.
0: <laughs> yeah. A hijink budget, very low, five, very low. I yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to replace the cord probably,
1: but oh, maybe, but then again, you know,
0: nutrition for his time, parts and labor, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's an Ethel and Fred problem. That's true. Well, if it's for the other building, it's not Ethel and Fred's problem. <laughs> That's so, true. Someone else. Ooh, nothing to see here. Bye. <laughs> Sounds I like Monica and Rachel landlord's problem. yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was a good episode. Down with men who don't pay attention to us, Boo. up with hijinks.
1: <laughs> so, Christina, where can our fans and friends find you?
0: Oh. I am on Twitter at Christina Woo. Ooh. Um, Christina with a K. Christina with a K. W O O. Woo. It's a verb and an explanation. Yes.
1: Are you a woo girl? <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I am. I will lie. In your heart, you're a woo girl. At point. And on Instagram at F O L L
1: E F I L L E. It means crazy girl. Ah. Oh. there. I love it.
0: Yeah. International.
1: <laughs> Where can our fans and friends find us? You can find us on Instagram at We Love Lucy Podcast. On Twitter at We Love Lucy Pod.
0: And you can find us on Facebook at We Love Lucy Podcast. Or you can direct thoughts and questions to our email, which is We welovelucypod at gmail.com. Fight on Lucy's. <laughs>